You're listening to Blank on Blank. I'm David Gerlach. And we've uncovered another lost interview that we're bringing to the archive. In today's episode, what it's like to be a kid, a girl who thinks she's American, until a small town tells her she's not. The interview is with filmmaker Shireen Daibis, and it comes to us from Bomb Magazine. You can read the extended interview at bombsite.com. Actress and director June Stein conducted the interview when they sat down at a restaurant in Manhattan. And we jump in with Daibis, talking about her family's arrival in America. She was the first member of her family actually born here, 1976 in Omaha to be exact. Her father is Palestinian, a pediatrician. Her mother's Jordanian. And they moved to the heartland so her dad could do his residency. But the family's adjustment was hard and a little rough. How many, did you have brothers and sisters? How many brothers and sisters? I had one older sister uh-huh. who was so lonely that her best friend was a nail in the wall. She her best speak, friend was she what? She used to speak to a nail in the wall. Oh my. <laughs> she spoke to a nail in the wall? They eventually actually moved to Ohio where my dad um, was placed because there was a small town there that needed someone with his medical specialty. My parents were like, oh, this little town is cute and it's quaint and there's no, like, zero crime rate. What was the name of the town? Salina, Ohio. Like, rural Ohio in a town of 10,000 people. You're kidding. Surrounded by cornfields. And, um... Yeah, we were one of like only a handful of immigrant families there. My mother was bored to tears. Every year she wanted, she saved every penny all year long to take us all back to Jordan for the summer. And it was would... an interesting upbringing. I mean, they're, you know, Jordan and Ohio, like such amazingly different places. And then in the small town, like, you know, people had barely left the state. I mean, people, right. there were some people that had never left town. It's really, never really left, you know, the area. Yes, so it was like, I, we got all kinds of questions, like, are there cars in Jordan? Are there phones? You know, do you ride camels? Were you I mean, ostracized really at all at school? We weren't really ostracized until the first Gulf War. There was ignorance and things, uh-huh. but the first Gulf War was when it really, like, that sort of ignorance turned into discrimination. Hostility. Into yeah, real hostility. Just, yeah. yeah. I was 14, and, um, you know, prior to that point, my dad was relatively successful. Uh-huh. He built a good business. He had saved kids' lives, so, you know, he was kind of like a town hero in some ways. Um, and then the, the first Gulf War hit, and it was really amazing because almost overnight he became the enemy. My father's patients, a lot of them walked into his office, asked for their medical records, and left because they didn't want to see an Arab doctor. We got death threats. Anonymous handwritten notes left in our mailbox. And they said things like, um, we'll get Saddam and we'll get you too, or love it or leave it. Those kinds of things. My, my dad actually kept them all. You know, one of the most egregious things that happened was that the Secret Service came to my high school to investigate a rumor that my 17-year-old sister threatened to kill the president. And that was just one of the... That was kind of the breaking point for me where I was like, who are these people? Like, what? where are they getting this information? And there was no escaping it. There was no... You know, prior to that point in my life, I was like, I'm American. I'm of no course. different than anyone. I just wanted to fit in. I wanted... Sure. Like I would go to bed praying for blonde hair, like to wake up with blonde hair and blue <laughs> eyes. But it was, that, it was that point in my life where I was like, okay, clearly I'm not just American. Right. Um, clearly there's this whole other side to me that I need to examine. And, and I became really interested in, in who I was and where my parents came from. And, well, it's interesting. Because I grew up traveling so much, uh-huh. I feel like I was given... Um, this sort of, sort of like the gift of perspective. Right. Whenever I got you know used to one thing, I was taken out of it. 
and then I had to go get used to another thing and then I was taken out of it and it was always goodbye goodbye and it was always like <laughs> the Arabs not understanding the Americans the Americans not understanding the Arabs and constantly having to defend one side to the other and explain who I was and so what that gave me was this perspective of an outsider like I was yeah. really always felt like I was on the outside looking in uh-huh. and and because of that I sort of had this philosophical like okay like observe it you know what's happening here what can I do to facilitate these two things I felt like a bridge that's Shireen Daibis on being an American until a town says you're not and this is blank on blank I do wish to thank Bomb Magazine and its contributors for adding this conversation to the archive be sure to also check out Daibis's first film it's all about her experience growing up in the U.S. it's called Amrika this interview was produced by me and Sean Wen. Our sound logo comes to us thanks to Jeffrey Allen Jones. And for more of our interviews, lost interviews you can't hear anywhere else, head over to blankonblank.org. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening.